What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Viles. You are listening to Viles Movie Files. I am he, and we got a lot to talk about. Let's welcome fellas. Jace, how you doing, little brother? Doing good. How are you, bro? Cooling. Chief, what's up with you, man? Everything's good. Everything's good. Thanks for asking. Outstanding. Now two episodes down into season two of The Mandalorian, and there is already a controversy. Some people were not happy with baby Yoda, a.k.a. the child, eating the frog lady's eggs. People were outraged saying this was genocide. He's killing an endangered species. Lucasfilm, what's going on? I'm not making this up. This is actually a legit thing. Even Kevin Smith dialed in on it and said, hey, this was genocide. What's going on with this? Bro shot. What do you think about this? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, all that stress that people have been going through the last four years just needed an outlet for a couple minutes. And they just couldn't figure out what the heart was. So instead of just being happy and just relaxing for five minutes, they didn't just think of a fictional character eating fictional eggs was a little funny. I mean, it's just like anybody knows a kid, you tell them not to do it. They're like, oh, I'm sure. Oh, I forgot it five minutes later. And yeah, weren't, weren't we concerned about the genocide, about the spiders? I mean, gosh, what about the spiders? They were just hibernating. Why wasn't anyone concerned about the spiders? Yes. Chief, when you uh, actually do watch this episode, just be prepared to be traumatized for quite a while. Speaking of things that are going to traumatize us for a while, The Witcher Season 2 has had to halt production following several positive COVID tests. I still don't quite understand how they are doing anything. And honestly, the NBA... The NBA Players Association and Adam Silver deserve a medal, a COVID MVP trophy for the way they handled the bubble with all these basketball players coming together for 90 days and not one positive outbreak. So I don't know when we're going to get this season two of Witcher. Uh, It was shooting. Now it's on hold. The rumors that the Batman may be uh, kind of still delayed because of Robert Pattinson's COVID positive test. It's just a mess. So what do you think about this in terms of just shows and their actual ability? Because they may start shooting stuff and then, you know, say like The Flash and Grant Gustin gets it, then they can't do anything. Or Superman and Lois, and there's just problems on that end. How are they going to navigate this and how should they navigate this stuff to keep their shows on schedule? Chief, let's start with you. Uh, well, um, first, you got to get people to stop, like, to, to obey some rules, man. Um, you know, these, these people, man, they just, I don't think the people, who, like, a lot of people who get it, I'm sure they're out in these streets. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think you're going to have 
a good run of anything until this, uh, enough people take that vaccine. You know, it won't be me, but enough people who take it where they're no longer, um, you know, catching this COVID. I, I don't, I don't see like I would drive by these restaurants like where the where the younger crowd hung out at, and they'd be packed, like packed, even outside, just packed, and none of them are, um, you know, nobody social distancing. So. I don't know how they're going to stop people from getting together. I mean, nobody, like, like, I don't even know when the last time I saw really people, young people trying to, you know, obey it. They just do what they want to do. So, I mean, young millionaires, young stars, young people, you know, they're just out doing whatever they do. Um, so you're basically not going to stop it. There's no stopping it. It's going to, it's going to run rapid. I mean, hell. The the current regime has quit even trying to uh, <laughs> they quit even trying to stop COVID in any possible way. They're just like, mm, let everybody catch it and die. That's their that's their uh, you know that's their uh, their way of stopping it. If enough people, uh, if all the weak people die from it, then only people left will be the strong who will survive it. So, what are you going to do? Um, I just think we'll just keep having these interruptions. This is what this is the new, uh, the new life. You know, you raise an interesting point that I hadn't thought of. But instead of shooting twenty-two episodes like one massive story, maybe these shows should probably do pocket installments of their series. So. Instead of 22 building to one long one, they could do three to four episode story arcs where they introduce a villain, have the characters fight them, beat them, and maybe if they're feeling adventurous, go to five, but not try to stretch it out for a whole season. Flash broke up their villains, and I guess that was about 10 or 12 episodes for both villains, but maybe with COVID times, and no chance of avoiding this. I mean, it just seems like a matter of time where all these shows maybe should come up with a different strategy in terms of tackling it. Jace, got some exciting news for you. Remember that movie Bloodshot that you didn't watch earlier in February this year? Are you talking about that uh, Vin Diesel movie that I also passed on? Yeah, that would be the one. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they are working on a sequel. Vin Diesel is going to be back. Because one thing for sure, we know about Vin Diesel, if he has a franchise or a movie with the potential for a franchise, he's going to play it out. Knowing that it's going to likely have a sequel, are you any more interested in checking out the first film? Uh, I'm going to actually refer to the uh, review movie review on WildsMovieFile.com uh, and pass on that. Uh, <clears throat> all right. I mean, as much as I respect Vin Diesel, like Vin Diesel wants to make this a sci-fi action franchise hit. He's just like, nah, I, I got ideas. Guys, one of these things that I think I has great vision is going to hit. And how many, what was it? The, gosh, what was that? Riddick? It's like, Hit Black, I, those. There were three of those. We're on the 10 Fast and Furious. 
No, no, no. I, no, I'm talking just straight sci-fi. Like just oh. his, yeah, his straight his sci-fi stuff. He's like, nah, I can I can make these things work. I don't know what the budget he has on these movies are, but if it's cheap, man, I, I mean, I'm sure Paramount's like, hey, we're we're in the or what is it? Does he work with Paramount or I don't know? Whatever movie company, they're just like, hey, we, as long as you make Fast and Furious money. We, Eddie, all that other stuff wash, goes out in the wash. We're okay with it. But I'm going to pass on that one. So you're done. Okay. Gotcha. Hey. Chief, are you more interested in this uh, Bloodshot Part 2? Well, I didn't see the first one. I did see that it finally hit cable TV the other day, um, although I did not watch it. So uh, I may watch it on cable, uh, and then when the second one comes out, I may watch that one on cable too. Uh, as far as <laughs> as far as going to the to the movies or paying to see it, uh, I don't I don't feel like that's going to happen. So, gotcha. I'm, not, I'm not interested. I heard it was whack. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. All right. Well, now of course we have a plethora of Fantastic Beasts three news. Uh, the biggest last week was Johnny Depp was fired slash asked to resign. I'm not quite sure how that works out. But now we've got news that Johnny Depp is going to receive his entire salary for the film. And it doesn't matter that he's not going to shoot a, a scene a second in this movie. He's getting paid as if he were showing up on the film. And his salary is rumored to be in the $10 million range. How amazing a job is that where you don't even have to show up for a second of work to get paid $10 million? Jace, help me out. Um, wow, uh, $10 million not to step foot on a set and not have to do any of the press junkets or promoting why this movie is so great, you just get a $10 million go away fee. I li- I'd like that job, seriously. I-, I think we were kind of, we were talking about it, and I'm like, I understand, and we talked about this last week, but if they were trying to like preempt some lawsuits or anything, I just, I just don't see, I understand trying to, to make it go away as quick as possible. But if I'm Warner Brothers with especially the year we've had as Warner Brothers with COVID, I'm like, I need to save some money. So can I get you with a $5 million buyout at least? I mean, just, I can't pay you full freight for no work. I, I don't see how, I mean, I mean, we still- I, I misspoke. He actually shot one scene. Whoa. Oh, my beating heart. That one seemed definitely $10 million worth of money. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Please. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, That's yeah, not I mean, again, I know they're not firing, technically firing him for cause, but it's like, can he, I mean, I guess it's like, if you come down to like, does this, someone who is probably going to see Fantastic Beast 3, and I'm not. I'm now not even 100% sure I'm going to because the last one really didn't make a whole lot of sense. And after J.K. Rowling's ridiculousness, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to be in this Fantastic Beast business. 
So I'm wondering how many people are just going to be like, you know what, if this is the attitude that the studio takes with this stuff, I'm, they're going to probably be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go see this one because, because of that, you know, $10 million payoff. So I don't know what that's going to do. Okay. So because of the debt firing, um, there's all kinds of issues. So they had to push the film back. It was originally set for November 12th, 2021. Now it's going to come out July 15th, 2022. And Colin Farrell is definitely not going to be back because he's playing uh, the Penguin in the Batman film. So he's out. Not an option. Mm-hmm. And now the rumor is that they are looking at Mads McKelson, who is in Casino Royale and the bad guy in Doctor Strange, to replace him. I think he's a pretty good choice. Great actor. And he's somebody who can do that role just fine. What do you guys okay. think about him? Mads is, um, let, me, let me double check. That is, um, you said, uh, from Casino Royale. And the bad guy in Doctor Strange. And he, but he also, wasn't he, wasn't he the bad guy in First Night too? Or am I wrong? First Night? No, it's Russell Seward. No, no, remember the one, the one with Sean Connery and Richard Gere? Oh, gosh, uh, maybe. But I didn't oh. like that movie, so I didn't commit it to memory. Okay. Uh, I think that Mads, he has the personality to do it, especially like, like Casillas um, with Doctor Strange. Like he could he could hit that round I mean that rousing speech. Uh, but there is a, I mean, here's the weird thing with they're not ever talking about in these whole um, movies is his the way they had um, Johnny Depp like his age in that movie of uh, Fantastic Beasts. He was actually way older than um, Jude Law's character. I mean, he at least looked way older than Jude Law's character, and they're supposed to be kind of the same age. So I'm wondering if he's he might even be he might be too old to play that role. He's too old. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, he's too old. Chief, do you care about this Fantastic Beasts franchise at all, or what are you thinking about this stuff? I've had to force myself to watch them, which is I just watched them. I don't want to say like on back to back, but me a weekend. I skipped a weekend and then I went in on a weekend and watched the other one, and that was like two months ago. I don't know how long they've been out, but that's when I finally saw them. And you know, I, I watched them. I surfed on my phone. I don't know if that makes you know what I mean. Like you're halfway watching, but you're halfway doing stuff on your phone. Um. I didn't find it that amusing. Like, I don't know. And it wasn't the characters, I guess, so much. I just didn't, like, I thought, like, I don't know. You know, I guess I'm so, like, the Harry Potter was so well done, and this one is just kind of, like, it leads you off into another direction before focusing on like the problems, like it's not exactly Grindelwald, and you know what I mean. It doesn't like it focuses on this one bumbling fool, and then all the things that you hear about 
you know what I mean? It's like watching Mr. Bean, but then something from Mr. Bean is happening, like some serious stuff from the background is happening of, of Mr. Bean. Um, and that's how I kind of felt, like, while watching it. Like, okay, so this is his rise of power. This is how he got blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, yada, yada. And then, you know, you got Mr. Bean there front row. Um, so it wasn't uh, – and I like Mr. Bean. Um, but just not when I'm trying to get the gist of a, of a story in there. Like when I mess with Mr. Bean, I just kind of want to kind of turn your your brain off and watch him do whatever he does. But this one, you know, you want you had to concentrate on the serious stuff in the background to understand it too. And it just it never grabbed me. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping this last this next one is maybe better um, than the, the first two. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I definitely I, I, like I, I can't say. the first one more than the second one. The second one tries to go into the Grindelwald, like his rise to power, but it looks like so, like, Chief, very much like Chief said, it's in the background. It's like, we got the Lestranges, but, oh, it's not the Lestranges you knew from uh, Harry Potter world. It's like maybe a dead niece or aunt, grandmother or something like that. And it's like, oh, we're trying to build on the story, but it's like, you're not even using your own. It almost seems like you're using the characters' names as source material, not the kind of story that even you put in the background of, like, Grindelwald is supposed to be, like, almost as bad as Voldemort. And and this is kind of like, in the second movie, it was almost like he was making sense. He's like, hey, you know, I want to take over the world because these dudes are about to start World War II. And it's like, well, that's a very noble cause. Like, we're, we're being, I mean, you, you, I mean, he's basically saying, I'm going to, you know, stop the Nazis from coming to power. It's like, uh, don't see a problem with that. Like, he's actually making more sense than you guys are. I mean, just for keeping wizard secrets, I don't really get that. So, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. All right. So, let's, let's switch over to touching into DC before we get all the way into DC. Uh, you guys may remember Josh Hartnett, starred in Sin City, 30 Days of Night, lucky number seven, if you go way deep into your fandom with Josh Hartnett. But uh, earlier in his career, he was he actually turned down the chance to play Batman or Superman. He had the opportunity to play Superman in Superman Returns. And he was also up for consideration to play Bruce Wayne slash Batman in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. And he said no. And he explained in this interview with Metro, that age, it is very easy to become someone else's tool or someone else's puppet. I was very aware of the choices I was, ma I was making, and I wanted them to be my choice. He said he didn't want to be typecast as a superhero type, and he pointed out how many actors struggled to get their career back after taking on characters like that at the time. There was a lot of powers that be that wanted me to pursue those films, but I've always been interested in stories about people, and I didn't want to be boxed into that superhero type. Back then, a lot of actors had to fight really hard to get their career back after they played those characters. Wow. Um, that, to me, seems like a terrible decision 
not so much Superman Returns, but I don't feel like Christian Bale has struggled to find work or do different things after appearing in the Dark Knight films. If anything, his career took off further where he was just kind of like, oh, he's a really good actor to, oh, man, Christian Bale is such a great actor. He was in the Batman films. And, oh, now he's in this other film with Christopher Nolan, Prestige. And now he's doing uh, this movie. He's got the Best Supporting Actor Oscar and all these other films where he's right in the mix and right up for Oscar nominations. What do you think about that, Chief? Did somebody give him some bad advice or did someone not give him good advice and tell him to take these roles where he was like, no, I don't want to do this? I, you know, I'm a fan of Joss's, man. Uh, the the joint he did with uh, Shannon, uh, uh, I can't think of her last name, um, or that is her last name. Um, she was with uh, 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 Keith Ledger in the, uh, the Night Tale. She was Spanish Optimist. Shop document. Oh yeah, um, forty days and forty where he's nights. Where you got to be celibate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was good so, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his work. Although I kind of here's why I agree with him. Not for the reasons he said. But I don't think he made a great Batman. I just don't <laughs> agree. Like he he wasn't built for Batman. Like there's no like. This, you have to be a certain type of build. You know what I mean? He's soldier black off down build. He's certainly <laughs> uh, petty dreadful gunslinger werewolf build. You know what I mean? He pulled that off. But, like, Superman? Like, I just, I, you know, Christopher Reeves was, what, 6'4"? Um... Brandon Roth, like, had, like, a little muscle tone to him. Uh, All know, these guys can Henry, get that muscle tone. Huh? All those guys can get that muscle tone. They just have to work hard. Uh, yeah, but, you know, you <laughs> you got to put it – sometimes getting that muscle tone will take forever on a frame that, that size. So, like – it's going to take a while. Like, it's not going to be, to me, it, wasn't, it would have never been convincing. Um, you know, the, you know Henry Cavalli or Caval, uh, you know, he... he Christopher yeah, Reeve he, was 6'4", to your point. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So there's something about these dudes who play Superman that they're a little taller, they're a little more well-built, they're a little, you know, whatever. Josh... He's, he's slim. He's a slim dude. He's always been a slim dude. He's, I don't even think he's that tall. Um, Henry Cavill so Huh? Henry Cavill six one. Yeah. So I just don't think that it hardened it in six two. Just because I was curious. Is he is he six two? He's six two. I. I don't feel, I still don't think he was, I still don't think he, like, he's slim, though. He's a 6'2", like, I don't think he would have made it. I don't think he would have been okay. a good Superman. Um, not for type, like I said, I don't think, I don't believe in the typecast thing. I I just think he doesn't have the side for it. Um, whereas, uh, you know, you know, the rest of the Christian Bale is bigger than him, you think? No, I don't think Christian Bale, but Christian Bale played Batman. Yeah. 
Superman, no. Um, no, he was up for both of them. Well, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, maybe Batman, Superman, no. But even so, Christian Bale, uh, like, like, dude, dude looks like he stays in the gym. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he wakes up, he rolls out of bed, and he falls into the gym. It's just underneath his bed. Um. <laughs> With, like I said, Josh, I'm not saying, you know, I mean, by no means, he's just, he's just slim. He's just slim, man. I just, you, we all, we've been, we've been talking about this culture now where we're getting people to play their parts. Like, if you're Asian and there's an Asian part, you should play that part uh, as an Asian actor. You know what I mean? Stop giving people who aren't, you know, uh, you know, these, stop giving whites these, these, minority parts. Um, there's, you know, there's other actors and actresses out there who can take them. But mm-hmm. I feel that way when it comes to, like, a character. Like, I don't want to see a scrawny Batman. I don't want to see a scrawny Superman. I can see a scrawny Flash. But people who are supposed to have that weight, you know what I mean? Just think of them if it was a, a James Bond. Like a scrawny James Bond, like certain things just don't fit. It's, it's not supposed to be that way, and I don't I don't agree with that. So I, I'm I'm glad he he did what he did. Plus, he like walked away from Hollywood for a little while. Like he did. Uh, so you know, I mean, it it, it wasn't for him. Any, no matter what he thought his decision was going to be, he in the end he's still walking away from uh, Hollywood. Like he's had some good with Black Dahlia. Like I said, I'm a fan of his. I like his work. I just don't agree with him as Superman or Batman or, you know, like I said, if you'd have made a Flash, something of that nature, a, a slimmer dude, yeah, but not Superman or Batman. Not something where you need, you need, you know, muscles. Uh, okay. It's just not going to work. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, I'm actually going to agree with, I mean, I think for those two roles, I think he actually did make the right call, especially when you look at how uh, Brandon Roth was treated after doing Superman. It's like his next real role was, I think, Dog the Bounty Hunter or, the, you know, Ghost Hunter. And then the next role he could actually get was, uh, a, a, I mean, just like a super spy on Chuck. So it wasn't, he wasn't wrong on that. I don't know. I think he could have played a credible Batman, though. And this, I mean... And maybe it was a situation where they introduced, he said, hey, they were like, hey, we want you to play Batman before Christopher Nolan was introduced as director. Because I think if you see Christopher Nolan's the director, oh, Christopher Nolan's the guy, he gets you in like 10 roles after you've already worked with him. Like, I mean, Jordan, uh, Gordon Levitt, uh, Michael Caine, all those guys, as soon as once you've been, you've been in one of those roles, you're in like three or right. four after that. Um so I'm sure I'm, I'm thinking it was probably and you're not even though those are mainstream big movies you don't you're not super elevated to this extra hype level of Hollywood leading man even after you do one of his movies I mean Christopher Nolan's movies so maybe it was just that one was just pitched a little different because I think he could have could have done Batman because it's like you think like 40 his character in 40 days 40 nights him as Bruce Wayne was, I mean, that could have been a decent transition. 
like, hey, it's kind of like, hey, I'm a you know nice guy, but you know, there's here's, you can hear there's something behind it that you know, like in 40 days, 40 days, like, hey, I can't do what I want to do for 40 days, but I'm not telling you. And he played that off pretty credibly. And I think mean, he could have done. I mean, I think he could have done a decent Bruce Wayne. I mean, I mean, getting to the gym if they pay you, you know, ten million dollars. I think <laughs> of us can get our tails to the gym for you know two two a days if that's what's on the table. Right. So. Okay, um, Chief, The Quiet Place Two, as you know, was supposed to come out this year. It was one of the first films that really got affected by COVID because it was set for an April release, if I'm remembering that correctly. And it was like, ah, sorry, uh, we got a nationwide global pandemic going on, so we're going to hold off on the movie because we want people to be in the, in the theaters experiencing this together. And now it's pushed back to April 23rd next year. Maybe people will be back in theaters by that point. But some good news for you. They've already got a third installment in the works. Excited about this? Oh, <laughs> So they already got a third one coming up, huh? Well, yeah. Uh, the, the first one was excellent, as we all know. Um, the second one looks sort of a, a prequel leading into a present time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah, this one's supposed to be a spinoff where it may focus on different characters. Okay, well... I am definitely looking forward to um, part two. Um, and it's funny because I was gearing up to go to the movie theaters when everything hit and, and ruined it for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a year, man. 2020 is one hell of a year, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Close the books on this one. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I can't wait to to see. I wish it had come out on Prime or something so I could have bought it. Um, I, you know, I'm sure I would have watched that thing probably three or four times by now. But, I feel like yeah, I would have, so especially in March. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I can't wait to see uh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. Hell, I can't wait to get into a host of other movies. You know what I mean? This has just been I feel like I've been cheated out of a whole year of my life. Like, if we could just freeze uh, this year and nobody age for this year. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're going to stop the aging process for this year. Um, it would have been real nice. That would have cryogenic freezer on 2020. Okay, so, Jace, uh, as you know, I've been going through the DC films, and I thought that was kind of ironic talking about how We've got a third installment of Quiet Place, and we're still like, well, maybe we'll get that second Wonder Woman out maybe in December um, with no real kind of progress or movement on a third film. Um, but I was watching it. I'm on Suicide Squad now. Definitely like at the point where it's like, okay, this movie, I can stop it because Ben Affleck's Batman is basically gone until the end credits, and now they're fighting uh, prunes and raising men. It's just, it just goes bad. Um, so Zack Snyder did a video stream on YouTube with the Nerd Queens League of Mayhem, and uh, he showed some new uh, design work of Darkseid. And there is a new T-shirt that goes with this design. 
that he's promoting. As you know, he had put out some stuff for the Snyder Cut, which we saw come to fruition. And he's already starting to hint tease that, yeah, I've got some ideas about what I would do with the Justice League sequel. Presumably, that would involve the dark side tease that he's setting up in this uh, first one. But also, there is that possibility that maybe, maybe, this is like me going super hardcore comic book fan uh, stretch here. But there was an art in the comic books that Grant Morrison wrote, the JLA. Great read. If you've not read Grant Morrison's JLA, read it. It's one of the best ever. Um, there's a storyline called Rock of Ages where the team initially starts fighting off the Injustice League of Lex Luthor, Joker, and some assorted other villains that I won't spoil in case you want to read it. But they fight the Justice League, and in midway through, the other half of the league ends up going to some distant future where they have to deal with Darkseid. And I think that would be a really cool way to do this because I want to see this in Justice League. I want to see this Lex Luthor, this Joker, this Deathstroke fighting the Justice League. But I also do want to see what Snyder has in mind for Darkseid. So maybe that's the way he could do it. And Snyder also showed his version of Martian Manhunter. As you know, I have talked for a very long time, way back when we first started getting these hype videos for Justice League, where they had the promotional posters of Unite the Seven. And we never saw a seventh member of the Justice League. And I kept pulling up these old posters like receipts, like, hey, they promised. We were going to see seven. We never saw a tease. Yeah, we saw a Green Lantern ring. We didn't see a Green Lantern. And we didn't see Martian Manhunter, who's typically associated with the uh, league as well. So Snyder revealed that he had his vision been able to go all the way. We would have seen that General Swanwick, played by Harry Lennox, would have been revealed to be Martian Manhunter. So maybe this is the film, the Snyder Cut, is where we're actually going to see United the, the unification of the Seven with Martian Manhunter joining the Justice League, maybe in the end credits of the Snyder Cut. What do you think about all that? Uh, I think it seems like DC is not in the Josh Whedon business of Justice League. So now that you know you have a couple DC characters that really worked, like uh, Wonder Woman, Shazam, incorporate those versions into kind of this Snyder cut, or you know, take do do some Edward Scissorhand, whatever you got to do to make those th- those two guys work within your film, if you have to, because you don't even need Shazam. But you know, keep Wonder Woman how she is, and everybody else exactly how they were and just give and like and i said maybe maybe, like you said maybe use that second film as the injustice league fight like i mean lex luther i mean as from the uh batman and superman we saw he could play a long game and make a really good story and then at the end you had a really good payoff of the two leagues i mean it's two leagues fighting each other and then if you want, if, I mean, I don't know if Zack Snyder's a big comic book dude, but use that as the end. It's like, okay, maybe, you know, 
depending on how that Stefan will ends up looking in the final form, maybe use him is like, okay, you got this, you got an Injustice League fight. Now let's get you to this really great dark side fight in Apocalypse or on Earth. I mean, I'm sure Earth will be a lot cheaper to make, but yeah, I, I think that sounds like a good idea. I, still, I I'm, And when you talk about Martian Manhunter, I think um, the actor who plays him could probably do a very good job. I mean, he has, if you just listen to his voice, he could very much be that level-headed, like, okay, like, I know, I know, I know how to do this. Like, I've been around for, you know, centuries. I know how to stop Darkseid. Like, he could, he could really, like, I mean, he could actually, you know, show up at the end of that Steppenwolf fight. Who knows? So, I think that, I think the bones are there to make a really good Justice League. They just have to make the decision on what direction they want to go. It's like, all right, we know we have Shazam, we have Black Adam, we know we have Wonder Woman, we probably have at least Gal Gadot for one more one more movie. Let's go hardcore, five year plan, get it done, and we can put out at least two more Justice League movies after that. Ha! You're expecting too much. Way too Chief. much. Chief, what do you think? You want to see Martian Manhunter in this Snyder cut? What's up? Uh, I mean, why not? Uh, uh, you know, it looks like this. This looks like Snyder's the only one who knows what the hell he's doing over there. Anyway, um, I don't know who was the original director. Snyder. Snyder's no, no. got kind of hacked up by Josh Whedon, so we're not really yeah, sure Josh at this Whedon. point what version. But what we saw in Justice League was Zack Snyder's, and what of Justice League we saw was actually from uh, Josh Whedon. Well, if, if the guy wants to put out a whole new Justice League for his cut, then we got to assume it's the other guy, don't we? I mean, we got it. I'm just curious. Like, you know, it'd be interesting to watch it and see what made the cut, or what was Snyder's and what was uh, Zach's, I mean, Josh Whedon's. He's talking about a three hours, like a th- the movie's like three hours now, isn't it? Uh, maybe longer. I mean, the the ultimate edition cut of Batman vs Superman is three and a half. Yeah, so you know, I don't want to see Josh Whedon. So I, you know, I'll take what's his name. Do I mean? It, 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 yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the, the other guy basically ruined it for everybody. Like nobody wanted to see another Justice League movie. <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? They 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 left the theater like, mm, I'm good on 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 a sequel. So yeah, I want to see this guy's version of it, so I can be like, yeah, I like to see another. So everybody can be like, yo, we like to see another sequel. <laughs> you know what? I'm frustrated. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last thing for today. Uh, some people were lucky enough to get their hands on the Xbox Series X. And tonight at midnight, uh, some not-so-lucky people will be upset that they were not able to get a PlayStation 5. And some people will be very excited to get their hands on one. Chief, I know you're one of those that likes to get the new systems right away. Which side of the aisle were you getting your new system, and what's your experience so far in trying to track one down? <laughs> so Walmart, two days ago, three days, two days, two days ago, Walmart had the uh, Xbox. I can't really hear you. You're, Walmart. like, away from the phone. Oh. 
um, Walmart had the Xbox One X uh, on sale at 12 o'clock p.m. on their site. So at 12 o'clock, I hit the button exactly at 12. It, it loaded the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series X into my cart. And when I went to purchase it, that joint said sold out. So I just started laughing. I'm like, I thought once something was in your cart, you were good, right? And that qualifies you taking it off the shelf? Nah. If it's in the cart? You, you don't get it until checkout, until it says, great, you have gotten a well, congratulations on your purchase. Well, what's the point of putting it in the cart then? Um, so, yeah, so at basically at 12 o'clock and five seconds, it was all sold out. So um, they said that they're going to re-up by Black Black Friday and have another round of PS5 and Xbox Series X. But you damn near got to be sitting on top of uh, your Internet provider. So (laughs) whatever central office is coming out of, damn it, you want to be sitting right there at the muck, sitting right there by boop. So you can uh, go ahead and purchase it because I'm telling you, man, people with bots, all kind of people are beating you to it. You just figure you're, you know, you, you, you just can't win nowadays. You almost got to cheat to win nowadays. So um, if you're not cheating, you're not trying to win, Chief. Man, listen, count the ballots. You know, that's all I can say. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so we'll, we'll okay. see. Uh We'll see how this thing turns out, man. But uh, I, I got a feeling that it's going to be a, an unhappy Christmas for a lot of people out there. Although, I've decided to sponsor a child this year for Christmas. So that should be pretty good. I'm going to uh, get their uh, uh, a list, a child's list, and buy them Christmas presents. So somebody be happy. It may not be me. Uh, Christmas oh, morning, playing on my that? FPS that's, that's stuff. What are you doing that through? Uh, well, I've got in touch with this lady. She's got to get back in touch with me. She's with this with this foundation. I'll give you all the information now, that. But you know, it's one of those things, man. Where this year has been so crappy. Uh, you know, where I'd like to just, you know, give a child a a damn good, decent, you know, damn good, decent Christmas, man. You know, that's mighty decent. Huh? Mighty decent of you. Well, thank you, man. I, you know, I, I try to be decent. Uh, you know, I want to be decent. I fall short many days, but you know, somewhere in there, there's, there's a goodness. I've got a, a tiny Grinch heart. It still beats. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll still see. Beats. We'll see about this PS5 thing, man. We will. We'll see. I'll let you know if I get either one. So if Christmas morning, um, I'm in here with with look the uh, PS3. I've got a PS3. Uh, I've got the Xbox One, uh, you know the original, you know the regular Xbox One. Uh, I've got the Xbox One X or the Xbox One, the PS4. So I'm, I have I, by the time this is over, I have three Xboxes and I'll have three PS. Nice. So yeah, let's play. You know what I mean? Let's Look, play. Indeed. And I beat about. 
I beat zero games a year. <laughs> oh God! So you know, I play them, and then I'll get stuck at a point, and then that's it. So, but yeah, this is frustrating, man. You know, uh, you you figured in a year where you can't go outside, they would have been, you know, kicking yeah, ass to get everything. You know, yeah. Because, you know, everybody's going to want to buy something since they're not going anywhere. So, we'll see what happens, man. But good luck. You said who? May the brown Snickers. Oh, I wish. I'm on this keto diet. I can't even eat a Snickers. I can look at them. I go into 7-Eleven sometimes and just touch the candy. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully with gloves on. We're in a pandemic. You know what I mean? All right, Dave. So, so which one are you going for, and when are you trying to get yours? Uh, it, the fact I have, uh, after I finished doing my move, I found I have three Xboxes because, like, two of them got messed up. Uh, I'm probably going to have to end up sticking with the uh, PS5. Uh, I, mean, I mean, that backward compatibility and the, uh, what is it, uh, 4K player is just, that's just too much for me. I got I, I got too much stuff on PlayStation Network that I haven't yet to play, so it, it just translates a lot easier on just getting that PS5. So you're paying five hundred dollars so you can do the 4K? Oh uh, well, by the time I actually buy a PlayStation Five, it'll probably be about four hundred dollars because that <laughs> is not getting <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. Although I will say that I bought a lot of games the more modern way now than I have because I, I used to be like all physical and now I'm like well. I mean, I, mean, I, I purchased like so many like 4K discs in anticipation of the PlayStation 5 doing that. <laughs> so it was like yeah. Stephen Hunter's like oh it looks better getting the sleeker only disc model. Oh, you mean waking 20 hours for the disc to actually download? No, I'm good. Thanks. But you know the thing is, it's still a good deal because I'm looking at Best Buy right now, and these 4K players are like 150 and 250 on mm-hmm. like sale prices, which is kind of mm-hmm. nuts. Like, jeez. Well, I mean, like, and Wire Magazine did like kind of like a a feature on like, all right, which one you should go with, and it was just like. Even if you have, like, say, Netflix 4K, it's still, like, the picture still isn't really 4K, like a disc 4K. So it's like, all right, I mean, that's, if I'm paying for a 4K disc, I want all of the 4K, not a little, it's like, oh, it's a little better than Blu-ray. I, I want the ridiculous, I paying extra $3 for this, and it's great. I mean, I want all of that. So I want, I'll pay my extra. Whoa, I can see up their nose picture, right? Again, it could be clear is not words I want to say. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I'm, I have a rack of good PlayStation 4 games, and I'm also playing the PlayStation's Russian roulette of who's going to blink first between me or PlayStation in terms of me buying a great game, one of those five-star games for like 20 bucks this month later on Black Friday, and then them putting it up on... For free month next month. 
hey, you can get this game for free. And it's like, suckers. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not really, I'm, I'm trying to have a little patience this time. And I have enough games that I don't know if I'm going to buy anything else besides uh, Resident Evil 3, because I think that's going to be about 15 bucks. I don't care if that's cheaper. I'm just kidding. All of that. So anyway, fellas, that is it for this round. Do you have any nominees for Dummies of the Week? I still like I think we talked about this like a while ago it's like I'm just going to remind everybody when you're on Zoom don't be like Jeffrey Tubin and decide now's the time to get your jollies on just wait until you know the Zoom meeting's over and maybe you won't get fired for your job because they're seeing you having fun on yourself you know, when the Zoom meeting is going on. So, Jeff Tubin is still my dummy of the week. Good choice. Um, Chief, how about you, man? I'm going to go with Jason's uh, dummy of the week. I don't, I don't know how. I don't know what, like, what is sexy about, what would be sexy about that call? Weren't they, dis- they were discussing some old, like, you know what I mean? I, you know, I, you know. Uh, let's discuss the uh, COVID protocol. Hold on a second. Zip. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what makes that? What? What makes that call? That. Uh, what gave you arousal for that call? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Let's discuss the uh, this book real quick. Hmm. Go ahead. All right, well, it's a money marketing book, and it, uh, hold on a second, where's the jergen? You're like, yo, what is sexy about that? <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Maybe my man, I mean, he already had his affair with uh, the attorney. Maybe he got back with his wife. Maybe she stopped putting out. I don't know what the hell was, uh, what it was all about. Um, but my man, uh, yeah. And then, at what age? If you've been using computers your whole, like, at least 10 years now you've been on a computer, like, you don't know to cut the camera? I mean, I would have to. I see the button right now saying my camera's on. Like, I'm thinking you should know a little bit. I'm just saying, man, he could have waited a half an hour until the meeting was over. It's ridiculous. Or just record it. You got what you got. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so mine is okay. This study, which reveals that the that people are likely to get COVID from going to full service restaurants, gyms, hotels, cafes, religious organizations, i.e., church, and limited service restaurants. And I say that because who doesn't know this already? I'm not going to a movie theater. No chief isn't going to a movie theater. And yeah, not going any of those places right now until this virus is squared away. So they're providing information that probably more people need to know. But wow, that's a little scary and crazy that it's like, hey, and in Maryland, where we all are, they just issued a, we're going to have to dial back some of these services. So we have a cap of 25 people, which is awesome, which means that, uh, yeah. They have not cracked the code of Corona. 
Well, it is one of those probably people might. I never understood how gyms couldn't do because it it's like unless you are right hovering over. Hey, you need a spot? No, get away from me. I would think you know, like just get the hell away from me, and I can do my thing. But I'd I mean, assume too many people are exhausting when they breathe really deeply after or exhaling, not exhausting, but going, whoo, oh yeah. That's yeah, but you know, I mean, most like, you know, most gyms, it's like you gotta wear a mask. It's like, I mean, you don't get in the door without a mask on. And so it's like, yeah, but I'm sure they're sweating and touching themselves when they're sweating, and probably not using the best hygiene when they're doing that. So I can see that. And then in a restaurant, it's just impossible to wear a mask and eat. So yeah, that's not gonna happen. Huh. And hotels have been notorious for their poor ventilation because that's what happened in New York. So not a surprise. Anyway, what is also not a surprise is that we're going to be back next week to talk about a few more things, including why This Is Us has become the greatest soap opera on nighttime TV. So, fellas, thank you as always for rolling with me. Thank you guys out there for listening. This episode of Files Movie Files has been filed.